Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. This episode of Off the Vine is brought to you by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative, and it only has a fraction of caffeine as a cup of coffee. Each ingredient was added for a purpose, and together they really do taste so good. Go to mudwtr.com slash OTV to support the show and use code OTV for 15% off. That's mudwtr.com. Third Love, visit thirdlove.com to find your fit and shop their best-selling bras, plus get $15 off your first purchase. Angie, your home for everything home, and Progressive. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join the over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Welcome to Off the Vine. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow, and today's guest is comedian and former Bravo star, Hannah Burner, and not one, but two surprise guests. So enjoy. You know that, like, I'm your biggest music fan. What? No. I, I briefly told you that in Nashville. Yeah, but you aren't really. No, like, I would play your... I get, like, addicted to songs. And that I, was like, one of your them? song was one of them I put on. It was during COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would be, like, brushing my teeth. Nothing was going to happen that day. And I was like, sometimes I'm insecure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was so good. I have, like, the most imposter syndrome ever when it comes to singing. I feel like I, I should have imposter syndrome. Like, but not I am dancing, an right? No. Yeah. Dancing, I'm like, Duh. yeah. I'm a dancer. <laughs> but singing, I'm like, I'm oh, a fucking fraud. I'm such a fraud. But think of all those Hollywood people back in the day that got put into like something and they couldn't dance or they couldn't sing and they were like, you need to. And then by the end, That's they true. were like a triple threat. Yeah. Anyways, people who usually are childhood actors can sing. Yeah. That's and what we've learned. And what I'm getting at is, because we were saying before we started recording, okay. <laughs> that I was going to put out more music. And then I was like, well, I don't have imposter syndrome when I dance, but I do when I sing because I'm in Nashville. Everyone's better than everyone. True. And people can get snooty with music and they have to be like, you have to do these things to be considered a musician. Well, and I feel like I'm pissing people off and they're like, this bitch goes on one reality show. But like, and let's be honest, on- it's kind of fun pissing people off. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Okay, I'm Caitlyn's number one, like, singing fan. Like, I'm a fan girly of her music. People mention her in The Bachelor and Dancing with the Stars, and I'm like, but You're have like, you heard? Have you heard if I'm being honest, honest, though? Because one thing about me and you, we'll tell it like it is. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Straight. I felt so, like, stupid. I felt imposter syndrome saying straight up. I was like, so did straight I. up. So did I. Actually, straight up. Um, do you know it's been, like, three years since we podcasted? We've never podcasted in person before. Never. Only Zoom. And then we tried and I forgot the date and fucked it up. You did. F- you, we, my girlfriend and I always say we, you goofed it. You goofed it. <laughs> I, wait, that's, that, was, that is what happened. I was like on a plane. And there, you, <laughs> I was like, what time are you coming over? Your producer was like, where are you? And I was like, oh, you mean next week? And she's like, absolutely not. But it was one of those things where I like. You know when the months are ending and then starting? Yeah. Like a new week? I like got confused. Yeah, Like basic dyslexic type of where's the next week start and end yeah. in my calendar. So um, 
I apologize. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to podcast her again. Yeah, like, right. I, went, I was like so thirsty then, for no, you. No, you guys messaged me. You were like, well, do you want to get out, go out for dinner tonight? And I was like, I'm like, I just, I'm still on a plane. <laughs> it's like, so you're not turning around is what you're saying. <laughs> you're not, but you made up for it. You brought me champagne. Thank you, babe. And that is all you need to do. No, I felt bad, but yeah. I actually forgot you did that. <laughs> I, well, now we're mad again. <laughs> you know what? Thanks for but bringing But I up. actually, I know why I, I goofed. Because I was getting you back because you beat me in beer pong. Mm, I did. Which we, I Ooh. still am upset about. Keeps we really, me up at night. Be, and we beat Paige too, I think. And you beat Paige. I remember I was trying to give Paige advice. I was like, this is what they did to me. She's going to pretend like she can't play. She's a, <laughs> she's a fox. She's solid. And she's going to try to trick you. She's going to make little jokes on the side. And then her husband's, gonna, I mean, her boyfriend's going to be in the back, yeah. you know. And he's like a fox hockey player he was telling you you know his own strategies i die laughing every time people call him a hockey player because did I he play like once like- in high school <laughs> <laughs> he like plays on a beer league team and he played in high school and i'm like what and i swear that was like how he got me he's like she's canadian i'll tell her i played hockey hey, i skated on central park once yeah. <laughs> at rockefeller center yeah. <laughs> we didn't even but have a stick he just like- had a puck he looks like a hockey brother. Like he has the flow and he has kind of that upstate accent. Totally. No, that's I think why I was so turned on. Like when I first started flirting with him, I was like, okay, I could get down with this. He kind of reminds you of like a Canadian hockey player. Yeah, he reminds you of your people. But and hockey then, guys, I'm. it's good he's not like, but I think if the better you are at hockey, the more chlamydia you have. 110%. I dated a pro hockey player and... Then you know... But I do think he was one of the like, the, the one percentage that wasn't a douche. Yeah. Well, my mom went to a school upstate and the one thing she told me when I went to University of Wisconsin was like, have fun with athletes, but like stay away from the hockey guys. She's like, they're weirdly older than everyone else because they go to these (laughs) colleges. Like they go to junior college. So they're like 26 and everyone else is like 19. Interesting. They have CTE, raising awareness for CTE and then no teeth and STDs. And why do I think it's hot when guys don't have teeth? No, it is hot. They've seen some shit. They've been through some, they look like they the could take confidence. a punch. Yeah. Like to walk around missing teeth. Yeah. Like I pay a lot of money to fix mine just when they're fine. Yeah. And the fact that they could break out in a fight at any time is just very animalistic. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've turned all the way on. <laughs> Imagine fighting while on ice skates. How do they make it look hot? I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's actually kind of funny when you really watch it because it's like they know they're not actually fighting. They're like, we're just doing this to look cool. Like <laughs> when he throws his thing down and I'm like, okay, that's a little dramatic. <laughs> they drop the gloves. And it's like, basically the real housewives of sports is hockey. <laughs> Do you know I've never been a Bravo gal? I love that for you. Well, I don't because now that I met you and now that I'm like the Vanderpump shit going on, yeah. I'm like, man, I have missed out on good TV. It is great TV. I started like I loved Vanderpump and then I fell into doing the bachelor stuff but i had to stop watching the bachelor because it was too time consuming it's so like exhausting two hours each night and i remember just feeling like this i i would get addicted to it yeah so it then does I'd, take up a lot of your time i, had to go I cold still turkey. do it and then i have to podcast about it and then when they do the finales they're like welcome to the three hour finale and i'm like sick thank god you like didn't have a completely horrible experience on the show because like i can't even watch reality tv anymore yeah, I well, I had a pretty bad experience. Yeah, but you're but you're able <laughs> but I'm to healed, yes, and I'm able to watch now. It. But I couldn't watch for years. Okay, yeah, yeah I think I will get back to watching eventually because yeah. I did love it. Do you know I actually stopped after? Weren't you and another girl chosen to be the Bachelorette? Yes. 
That's when I stopped because I was so mad about it. So you didn't watch my season. I watched. <laughs> I, I fell in love with you the season before. I do have to say of all the seasons I watched, like six or seven, your charisma, like I connected with more than anyone. Like I was like, she's a goofy girly. I am a goofy But then girly. the fact that they didn't choose one of you and they made you compete for it. I thought this is misogynistic. It was. This is bullshit. And the two of you looked confused and like did not want to go against each other. We and I got didn't. so mad that I stopped watching. I was so uncomfy up there with her because I was like, but I love you. No, I can tell. But then I won. So I was like, well, so I guess like, I'm the that better woman. Was, that was a good thing they did <laughs> well, that. I guess I'm the better wife. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's married with two kids and I'm still <laughs> trying on my second engagement. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just, it's, it's entertaining to a point And then sometimes reality TV just gets too misogynistic for me that I'm like, I can't play with these like traditional roles they're was pushing. Was Summer House like that? Summer House was annoying in that like are you still under contract no oh, great. well i mean i can't really talk about it okay. but in general it yeah. was like guys and girls and you know they always want to put you in kind of a role yeah and each season they would kind of try to change who you are so it was unpredictable every time you're like who are you gonna make me this time literally Ooh, and i scary i also i'm multifaceted like they want yeah. like either you're like the hot girl or the funny yeah. girl or the sad girl you're like, I'm all of those i was like i'm everything i'm <laughs> depressed i'm annoying i'm fun like i could be all of it that's me but and i think that's that, why you connected to me because that's me. literally <laughs> one second she's crying one second she's laughing yeah and sometimes reality tv can oversimplify stuff i think they think the audience is dumber than they are yes and they will make it so simple that i'm like first of all it's not happening a lot of the audiences don't know but true but like i feel like sometimes they make it so black and white when it's so much more gray and so much more interesting i agree i always think that with bachelor two out it's so black and white it's the same format all the time yes they're trying did you see they're doing the uh like golden years bachelor where it's old people i love that yeah so I I'm like, there that. you go. You switched it up. I'm going to watch. I will watch that. But I'm sick of the same old format, which I think a lot of people are as well. Yeah. I want shows to break the fourth wall more. Yes. My that's what The Bachelor is missing. So what happens with shows, as people who have experienced it, once it's like four or five seasons in with the same cast, we're not who we were when we started. Now we're reality TV people. Right. Like, so we fight about things going on with the show right like who's getting more screen time like someone yeah. said this on a podcast yeah like that's what people are fighting about the edits yeah so then when they try to explain that it's something else to the audience the audience is confused you feel duped yeah and it's like let's show what we're really fighting about it's true you maybe you should go into producing maybe maybe well i kind of started just producing myself on tiktok oh well you know what do that <laughs> do that you're like why would i, I do I all that up. for everybody else when i can do it for myself well no i i would love in the future getting involved maybe like a production company like <gasps> doing something do you like know a, um a psychic told me that i should start a production company maybe this is like supposed to happen and we're supposed to start a production company i mean i can see that for both of us i could too because i do love like collaborating with people <gasps> i love like connecting like-minded people we sh I, I did want to do some kind of like podcast women's festival or something oh what Wouldn't a great idea cool what a great idea. Yeah. Like, because we have, like, different audiences, but the same. That's true. Like, like they would love each other if they yes. met. Yes. Like, they would all, if they met at our conference. They'd start taking shots. Whatever we want to call conference. it. Conference. <laughs> conference is very formal. <laughs> that didn't sound right at all when it came out, but cult also didn't sound right. So. It sounds like we're starting a cult. Like we a conference. Like a, um, what is it? A colony. A commune. The commune. <laughs> And we're all wearing white and chanting. <laughs> is that weird? We, we, but we would laugh at the there fact that There definitely has to be that. a psychic there. Has to be a psychic. Maybe an energy healer. Yes. Chakras. Oh 
Okay, are you looking for summer's it bra? Well, I've found it for you. It's Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra, now available in a timeless and versatile white shade, perfect to go under all your summer outfits. And every outfit starts with its first layer, so why not make it an amazing one? With a smoothing band and no-slip pleated straps, all-day comfort and support is possible in 13 colors, including seven shades of neutral. Available in 60-plus sizes, you'll walk away with a bra that actually fits, making every day a great boob day. Don't believe us? Well, one, I'm offended. I would never lie to you. And the 37,000-plus five-star reviews prove that this bra is the real deal. So visit thirdlove.com to find your fit and shop their best-selling bras. Get $15 off your first purchase. Okay, Angie is your home for everything home, and they've made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Now, if you own a home, you know how much work it can take. It's it's a lot. I always say it's an ongoing project, and whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. So easy. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined this experience with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest. So from start to finish, or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of, you know, just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Do you think Matt Reif is funny? Yeah. He hates that whole, like, um, like anything crystals. Well, because men are scared to think so, out of the box. Okay. Thank you for saying that because I've been thinking about it. I'm like, why is he so weird about it? And then I realized because he's scared because we are witchy and we can do shit to. No, it's because they want to be in control. It's like why men don't like horoscopes, but they'll like. Yeah. <laughs> but I always say I'm like, you play fantasy football. That's literally the same thing. We're just predicting what's happening next week. Yeah. And, and you're welcome. <laughs> and if you knew astrology, you would know that your team would have sucked because Tom Brady's wouldn't have matched. You just I would have known. Yeah. It, because we have intuition. No, guys don't like things they can't comprehend. Mm. And if women are the ones saying it, they could easily be like, they're crazy. Oh, that's so true. But and I feel it, like Matt, give him a couple days. He'll get into it. If he learns he could like meet girls from it, he'll get into it. Well, I, I like <laughs> dug into him like how he kind of manifested the life he's in right now. He and fully I, did. So I'm like, well, you kind of have to believe in something then. And he... Was against also, me. no one is that genetically beautiful without. Is he genetically beautiful? Because he got new teeth. He told me that. Good for him. I know. Wait, he's so LA. He's he so too, LA. He got LA. See, he just needs like a couple more months and he'll be into astrology. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally. Because he started with the veneers and the next place the next to go step is a psychic. Is to go to a psychic and then believe in. It's so astrology. funny because my friend who started reality TV hit me up 
And my first advice to her, I was like, okay, you're going to have to get a therapist, an astrologer, and a psychic. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you're going to feel so out of control with your life yeah. that it's the only thing that's going to make you feel like a little bit like there's hope, which is so dark, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is dark. You're living a crazy life. It is dark. And if you do it the right way, you can obviously like monetize and have a platform and do all these fun things if you don't let the darkness of it get you down and twisty. Yes, for sure. Like I think about, I guess I prefer living with high highs and low lows. Yeah. Like I almost need that. And I, I think agree. like we were both like in competition and stuff. Like, let's be honest, we're a little masochistic where we're like, this could go so bad. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be so fucking good. Yeah. And I fail all the time. Same. Like I'm always failing. Yeah. And I think I look back at like horrible times and I'm like, if I sat in that forever, like that would have sucked. Yeah. But you just got to like keep you gotta moving. Back. You and just he, keep moving. I'm reading a book right now called The Mountain Is You. Oh. Have you heard of it? No. It's literally validating all of my feelings and everything I've gone through in my life and where I'm going. Like, it's just the most validating book I've ever read. Like, I feel like she's talking to me the whole time. Wow. So I'm so impressed that you read. Well, that was an audiobook, but I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I do read. Is there any like top line thing that you took from the book? Yeah, I should have wrote it down. I was listening to it on the plane actually today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should write that down because I'll forget. And I did. <laughs> And like, I was like, but it's good. It's, but it did change my life, but I couldn't tell you what it was. It's funny how you brought up imposter syndrome because I think of your career because I've been following you for a while now and you've accomplished so many <laughs> fucking crazy things where like it makes me know you have a creative mind to even think that you're capable <laughs> of doing some of these things. Like your mind is really the only thing that stops you, like your creativity, because if you don't think it, it's not going to happen. Oh, I think. I think about the craziest situations and then years later I'll be in that situation and be like, oh, well, shit, I did it. I've no, arrived. You're for real manifesting it. But it's funny you said imposter syndrome because I was I always like get sports involved, but I was watching like tennis today yeah. and they were asking about experience versus confidence. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I would take a confident player over an experienced player anytime. Yeah. And it, it made me think about like comedy because I'm like n- not as experienced as some of the people who have been in it for like 15 years, but I'm getting my opportunities now and I'll get imposter syndrome sometimes. And I'm like, no, but wait, but you're in the f- zone. It's true. I like that, um, c- that not comparison, I guess, but whatever that you, is. Whatever. I, I like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do big words, uh, but I like thinking of it as d- experiencer confidence because I yeah. that's how I got through my whole life was like even if I wasn't the most confident I would do it with confidence yeah and I somehow got to where I wanted to be but my favorite thing is saying do it scared oh yes like when I put out that song I was like people are gonna drag me for my voice they're gonna be like she can't fucking sing and then I was I was like shaking and I've never been that scared to do something and I was like do it scared just do if you're scared of something just do it scared and then I put it out and then people liked it. And I was like, okay. Well, it's like being it comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. If you're always comfortable, it's kind of fucking boring. It's so boring. That's, okay, that's something the book was saying. Uh-huh. This, I'm, I'm not doing it justice. Let me Should just you read just you play the, the audiobook? Yeah. Do you guys have like 12 <laughs> hours? Let me just read that. You know when it says like the synopsis of yes, the book? Yes. Let me just read you that. I love that. Because it will, what's it called? Oh, I like metaphors. Um. She's full of them in this book. Mm -hmm. Books. Okay. Transforming self-sabotage into self-mastery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, I'm only on chapter two. (laughs) 
just downloaded. No, this it, like, is so me. I read the first sentence of a caption, and I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got the point. No, I I love that because I I feel like everyone self sabotage, and you feel so much shame when you do it because yeah. you're like, the only thing stopping me was me, and I wanted it so bad, and I'm the one who hurt myself. Yes. Well, I should have her on the podcast. I love that shit. Yeah, it's honestly every single sentence that comes out of her mouth, I'm like. Wow, this should be a book. You should write that down. I'm like, oh, that's what I get for it being an audiobook. I want to like use my highlighter and like. <laughs> but I, I love why. meeting people like you who like you've accomplished so much crazy shit, and you're sitting here being like, "Well, how do I find?" Oh, I know, like sanity in myself. But I don't think I'll ever get. Th- oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what in the goop? Oh, I tried calling you back. <laughs> Hi, babe. Well, how, can you just like come in and say hi or something? I mean, we were in a really deep we conversation about, you. about. No, I'm just Are kidding. Are you next door? I was. I'm done. Oh, yes. Good to see you. <laughs> well, you can come just sit, but you don't have to like. Wait. I do? I was actually going to say, you're glowing and you got off a plane. What? <laughs> It's a spray tan in the jacket. Like beautiful. Wait, really? Seriously. Um, I, I, no, no, it's I, it's okay. I, I just woke up from a nap. I love that you're in a full Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> oh, yeah, Thank you. Good. That was for so you. Cool, <laughs> but, but wait, wait, what was I doing? Oh, you were saying oh. that you're always going to be mentally ill. No, I'm talking about right. <laughs> no, I was actually going to go back to my glowing skin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mentally ill. I don't take compliments well. <laughs> She's like, I feel very uncomfortable in this moment. <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even touched my notes. I don't know why I keep... We knew this would happen. I knew no. this would happen. Yeah. Um, weird. I was telling her about the book that I'm listening to called The Mountain Is You. Oh, okay. She and loves it. It's on, I'm only on chapter two, but my life has changed forever. Seriously? Yes. She kind of f- fixed it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm not mentally ill anymore. <laughs> my most annoying question that is... What, what is was, the biggest takeaway? That my procrastination is actually feeding... My, what did she say? Is a symptom of, of problems. Of my, <laughs> we don't know what it is, but it's good. It's, I think she's talking to my subconscious. Like I could be, who, who's she? Well, whoever the author is. Oh, 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 oh. But I could be talking, Brianna Weist. I could be talking or doing something and I was on the airplane and I was, blah, blah, but I feel like she was speaking to my soul somehow. Mm-hmm. And so don't ask me to you know how i do with takeaways i feel sure. under pressure and then i go well i don't know i don't know what my takeaway is and then i feel pressure i feel like your song if i'm being honest was speaking to my soul mm. well I, <laughs> what, what I, are you gonna oh we are setting the mic up for you i, 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 I won't say long but yeah. okay a combo <laughs> when i wrote if i'm being honest it was before i had even met you wasn't it <gasps> I released it when I was with you, but I think I wrote it before I met you. Did you? Yes, I, I did. Actually, yes, I did. I, wrote I think you wrote it before, but I think you sang it. Like you recorded it when we were together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But there's the other song you haven't released, which also might very I'm much speak to you. I'm excited about it. The, the whiskey one. <laughs> <laughs> it's about being a hot ass mess. I think you'll like it. You're, you're, you're going to love it. It's great. It's Wait, great. why do you think she'd love it? Just because it's catchy? Yeah, it's catchy oh, yeah, it's and it's catchy. like... I love a little... Yeah, I could see Nan enjoying that. <laughs> I think so. Well, yeah. I hope so because she's a big fan of my music. No, so. I really am. We were talking about imposter syndrome though. Yeah. And the one thing you can't be an imposter with is like being 
completely yourself. And I feel like in your music, you weren't trying to like emulate or speak as someone else like it was so raw and vulnerable like a sore in a beautiful way yeah yeah. and that's why i think like we were saying confidence yeah. and experience confidence can overtake experience we confidence yes. can overtake experience yeah yeah that's what we were saying about um who is it a tennis player they'll take yes. a, a more confident tennis player than a more experienced tennis player it's funny so last night <laughs> crazy i drove from nashville here <gasps> like, like last minute last minute yeah you're doing it, a psycho move I'm the, like doing the, the, the reason psycho. i did it is because i'm in new york for the next like 10 days all in all different areas buffalo rochester syracuse new jersey back like i'm doing like my whole friend week i'm seeing everyone oh so i was like God. i just want a car and i could just go when i want how i want yeah but getting here was a nightmare but i listened <laughs> to jay shetty's seven rules of confidence yeah. and it was really really intriguing like it was yeah, i thought it, okay what was, was your biggest what was your takeaway <laughs> <laughs> The biggest or the one of the big ones was like when you have a scar, like this scar on my chin, it will be there. It hurt when I press it and I touch it. It doesn't hurt. But so many of us put our head in the sand and we don't address pain and things that have hurt us our whole life. And so those are still scars all day long that we're pressing and they hurt and they trigger us and it's painful. And one of the big issues is that when you're trying to develop confidence, you will never have confidence with who you are, or what you're trying to be until you like really tap in to those unspoken scars that still create so much pain. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't do that. So that was a good one. The other one too is he's like, if you, you want some type of special skill set or acumen or something you want that's like differentiating and you want to just know a little bit about a lot because if you know just a little bit about a lot you can enter into so many conversations and sometimes just entering into conversations will make you come across as like very confident but there are seven really good ones it was cool i mean i, like I don't that. know a little bit about a lot of things and i consider myself to go into every situation you're like an enigma to the I, seven rules because we were saying we like being scared and failing because yeah. every yeah. now and then it's a low low or a high high it's a drug it is a drug we're definitely addicted to it i like an extreme. the highs and lows but it's funny i never fully understand when people are like you have to feel your feelings i'm like okay i thought about it and it fucking hurt was that it is <laughs> yeah. it solved because yeah it? that was painful yeah but it's like he's saying like you really have to sit in it i guess i learned a thing about forgiveness recently where mm -hmm. forgiveness hurts because like you actually just have to take all the pain onto yourself like they're never going to take it away yeah so it's feeling all the pain and saying i'm going to take it for me yeah and i'm okay it. with that yes that. and that's it's almost just like being okay with the pain being okay with fear just like enabling yourself to be human yeah and not pissing yourself off about it and just being okay with it it's true because one of the other like aha moments i realized from well not just this book but from when i did that week retreat of therapy which was insane is that there's no like arrival to having your shit together or being happy or like removing the scars like they're, they're never going to get there and be like got it no so yeah. you might as well sit in the shit and feel the feels okay i love coffee i really do but i also like looking for alternatives because sometimes once in a while coffee gives me like those jitters or a crash or i just want to try something new you know switch it up and mud water is my new go-to alternative for my afternoon cup of joe now if you're not familiar yet you should be so mud water is a coffee alternative and it only has a fraction of caffeine as a cup of coffee each ingredient was added for a purpose and together they really do taste so good for example you have cacao and chai for mood and a hint of caffeine, lion's mane to support focus, and cinnamon for antioxidants. I like to add um, a little bit of organic honey to mine or oat or almond milk as well. It makes it even better in my opinion. So yummy. 
Mud is Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, kosher certified. Plus, they donate monthly to the Berkeley Center for the Science of Psychedelics because Mudwater believes the country is in a mental health epidemic and sees psychedelics as useful tools for individuals with depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mental health experiences. So go to mudwater.com slash OTV to support the show and use code OTV for 15% off. That's mudwatermd.com. M-U-D-W-T-R.com slash OTV. Use code OTV. This week's Off the Vine is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And most of you listening right now, you know what you're doing. You're multitasking. You're a hustler. You do it all. While you're listening to me talk, you're probably driving, cleaning, exercising, maybe grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there is something else you can be doing right now. And that is getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's super easy and you can save money by doing it right from your own phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24 seven, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now, quote your car insurance at progressive.com to join the over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers, surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary, discounts not available in all states and situations. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. I read in the New York Times, aka TikTok, about how there was a girl. <laughs> That's what I say. I learned a lot on TikTok. But she was saying how self-help gets a little bit like the whole industry. Like I'm a little anti-self-help to a point where like if you always feel like you're not fully the best self, yeah. like you're always just chasing like if I did this, I'd be that person but why can't we be that person who's always looking out for herself but doesn't feel incomplete like why can't you be content with your Mm. like nuances and not but sometimes I think the industry takes advantage of people to be like you need to do this and you need to do that and if you're not waking up at this time and drinking this amount of water and doing this I I hate the 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 um like cliche self-help shit yes yes because of course some of it is accurate but I hate when people tell me what to do, I think is the number one issue there. But um, <laughs> <True>. me too. <laughs> but on TikTok, it's so funny. I can vouch for that. <laughs> That's my husband's like, you know, I told you that, but you don't listen to me. <laughs> you don't listen to me. Which, by the way, never works. Like when you say you don't listen to me, that will always, always backfire. Or always. someone else will tell me, and I'll be like, that was a good point. And he goes, yeah. Oh, I told you that two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know while we have uh, Jason here. Yeah. What uh, your biggest takeaway is from getting married? Oh. Like, do you highly recommend? Is it overrated? Um, did anything change? Would you do it differently? Well, our it was kind of interesting. We met during COVID. Yeah. And then after two dates, no, like four dates, and I was into him, 
I was put into a house, a reality TV house, and yeah. locked up for two months. Ooh, wow. Without him? Without him. Oh. And he came at the end. But, like, also during it, I was also with another guy I was talking with. Like, it was pretty messed up. And at night, I would call him, like, you know how you're in your height of, yeah. like, you've had so many voices in your head all day. Yeah. You're, you're under pressure. It also was, like, still filming at night with us. So I'd call him. And I was, like, the most um, heightened version of myself. Like, I had three fights that day. Like, wow. you know, a typical yeah. day, you're not fighting with people. Right. <laughs> so right. I fought with three fights and I'm not crying. <laughs> and he still was, like not scared yeah. and I'm very good at playing the cool girl like I will be the laid back girly uh, but I same. couldn't play that game with him <laughs> at all yeah. and then my favorite story with him was like at one point I think I was trying to make him jealous a little I don't know I was I wasn't in like a mature state right and I remember him being like if you want to play games that's totally cool I just like I don't want to be involved in this and I put my tail between my legs and I've never done this <gasps> really so fast because I was putting up a wall with him yeah. like I was like he's a com comedian he's probably like an asshole right he's good looking like yeah. he's probably the worst <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna get ahead of it <laughs> and I'm gonna be like I don't like you that much <laughs> and I love playing those games yeah. that's all I had and I think I would go after guys who weren't available because I wasn't that available and I just was like well, nothing bad will happen because I don't even like this guy. Yeah, yeah. But when he said that, it was so confident and handsome. And and I was immediately like, if you're down, I'm down. Like, he was vulnerable first. Mm. I like that. And then we would talk for, like, four hours every night. It was crazy. It was, like, uh -huh. this intense podcast. <laughs> and then we move in together right after I get out of the house, like, a couple weeks after. And it was during COVID. And after six months, we got engaged. And it was this kind of just like very fast, yeah. like whirlwind mm -hmm. where my parents got married really quickly. So in my in my head, I was very like, you know, you know. Yeah. And then he's older, so he doesn't have a lot of time. So he <laughs> proposed. <laughs> and then we took like a year for the wedding. I think it depends where you are in your head. Like for my ego, I kind of wanted to celebrate like my friendships and my family. If I would do it over again, I probably would have done something small. Like yeah. it wasn't necessary. Yeah. But after marriage everything just felt really like calm like it was almost just like a nice little bow mm -hmm. on what we already had oh, which meant nice. like it just meant like you know there's all this tension like what's gonna happen when are they gonna propose when are you gonna get married when's the date all that's just quiet mm -hmm. and you're like okay we're here we've done this there's no like i mean there's still like do you like me <laughs> <laughs> every now and then you're like but do you still like people me like or when are you having kids <laughs> um yeah but i think like I'll, I'll like have just come back from like seven tour dates and be like, I ha literally haven't even seen him yeah. in three weeks. I don't yeah. know when he would stick his dick in me. <laughs> <laughs> and people will say that, but I think it's actually hard. Like for Wait, do you like, like will you actually say that? Just <laughs> yeah. to it depends on the situation, the context, but yeah. normally, yes. That'll shut people up real <laughs> that'll, quick. That'll, that'll get him real quick. You're asking me about my pussy. I can talk about my pussy. <laughs> But also, like, what it took me 10 years. It took awesome. me 10 years to get to this place in my yeah. career. Yeah. And I'm 31. And then it's also, like, prime time to possibly get pregnant. And I'm at this place where, like, I just started to get some momentum. And I'm kind of no, like... Freeze your eggs. That's... That could... But, yeah. Or just don't have kids. He's like... He's like, if you don't, I'm fine. If you do, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think marriage the day gives you this like beautiful memory of just like connecting these like two 
beautiful things together. I didn't like a lot of the traditional stuff of like the dad being like, I'm gonna give my daughter to you and now mm. you're gonna take care of her. Like, I'm like, oh, shut I, up. I like, hate yeah, that yeah. shit. And he, <laughs> I love the idea of my dad walking me down the aisle, but I hate the idea of it being like, that man gives her now to she's another your man. problem. Yeah, <laughs> my property is now your property. No, yeah. like, it's such an old <laughs> bullshit, stupid thing. Yeah, it and really then like is. me walking as if I'm this like virginal angel. I'm like, know, and all white. like all my friends are looking at me. They're like, you fucking slut. Like, <laughs> shut up. So like it was a little perf and I like to get attention. Like I like to earn attention. Yeah, there's this weird attention on weddings where I think if my job wasn't trying to get attention every single day, I would have liked it. Yeah, like for the average person who's just like once a day about her I make every day about me I'm a Leo <laughs> like so I wanted people to be like is she funny and then be like oh she's funny but a wedding to be like all these people are forced to be here for me I was that people pleasing bride where I was like is everyone having fun is the, is the food good are you okay da, da, da. the best part was the after party when I was like we did it and yeah, I was like at some like beach bar just like with locals just like drinking fun. and chilling next day I did take a plan B Interesting. <laughs> Jason goes, interesting. Because I like was ovulating. Jason, you know what ovulating is? And yes, I know it was ovulating. this crazy. What is it? <laughs> What's ovulating? Ovulating is when you are in like the most, like, the best position to. But what does uh, your body do when it's ovulating? Um, it is, oh man, it is, it is dropping the egg. <gasps> he's like so, he's, he's impressive. <laughs> Like I can't believe you just said that. It's a small window. It's like two days, right? The only I told you about ovulation, but I'm really shocked you said dropping the egg. Yeah, can I get a little credit here? No, like most men. It's just when it to me, I'm like, oh, it looks like I blew my nose on my panties. It's I'm ovulating. No, I was spotting because I realized I hadn't taken my birth control in forever because I I was wedding planning, obviously. So you had to take plan B the next day? I basically was like, do you want to have a baby? And he was like, I kind of want to travel for a bit. <laughs> I was like, I go, you're 47. Where have you not been? Um, so I yeah, we took a plan B. And I, I literally That's a great had, like, impersonation. <laughs> I actually sound like him. But I had like my wedding makeup still on. I was like running around a Walgreens. I was my like, one of my friends who was a bridesmaid like saw me outside. She's like, are you good girl? And I was like, yeah, just holding the plan B. So it was, it was yes. great. It was fun. I didn't like some of the like more traditional aspects. My dad and I are so goofy. Like he's such a ball buster. We're like best friends. We were so awkward during the father-daughter dance. Like 30 <laughs> seconds in, we just like stopped. We're like, was that good? Yeah. Did Is everyone good? Did you get like two minutes of like holding my dad. Like I was like, absolutely not. He was like, you know, poking me in the side. I was like, dad, I'll fuck kick you right now you should get the video of your wedding and do a full <laughs> skit like telling the full behind the scenes while seeing because like you no. say it i'm like i want to see it, it. i want to see it and, and then it. in irish culture the bride and the groom give speeches oh. and i was like okay i'm not getting paid today to perform like <laughs> yeah. now i need to stress about my performance probably like ooh, she's gonna be so funny well he's a full professional comedian right so he goes on first and he's murdering like laughs per minute like bah, 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 nice. bah, killing it and then he looks over at me and obviously i realize i'm next so i'm like looking over my notes and he's like she's not even enjoying it because she knows she's up next she's checking her notes and i was like this motherfucker <laughs> so with comedy if the crowd's like really hot when you go on you have to kind of bring him back down 
to and then bring them back up. Ah. So I, I got up oh, there. that's cool. Because, you know, like, if they have that. a certain energy, it's hard to keep up that's that. True. So you kind of slow them down a little. Oh, cool. It's, it's weird. It's like a... Yeah, I, it's a psychology I'm thing. I'm okay. yeah, psychology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, going into textbook theory. Kaylin's like, ah, yeah, it's like a nice little... Yeah, she's getting a little hand job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's so much psychology and comedy. So I went up and I, like, slow people down to almost the point that they're like, oh, is hers not going to be funny? Right. And, you know, he's watching... And I finally have a line and I'm like, I wish, sometimes I wish that I met you when you were younger. You know, I met you when you were 45 and I wonder what you were like <laughs> when you were younger, like in your 20s. But then I realized I would have been in kindergarten and the place like erupted like applause break. And I looked at him. I was like, don't f with me. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, <laughs> but I like it, it. it was we did like little things for like Irish culture and stuff. But the whole idea of me being like this, like white dress beautiful bride like i was like this is a joke like i know i kind of i kind of feel that way too like i can't picture myself it was like fun but like it's with your your friends are like yeah you look great but i'm like what are we trying to be right i don't know yeah, i was like i never thought of myself as a bride me either and to I've this never. day people are like we forget you're married so <laughs> i was talking to gen z because i love gen z's and they were like honestly being engaged is like way cooler than getting married married's like a little chooky yeah, is it really oh my god right joey marriage is like you have <laughs> like a just a vision bit. like remember everyone had like a barn with like yeah, yes <laughs> like that was so in it's yes. like got so overdone like pinterest wedding yes that now it's like kind of hot to just be like Engaged. i mean i just wear my engagement ring right now because my wedding ring is causing a rash i don't know why <laughs> i should talk to a psychic about it yeah that's bad energy but right marriage there. is going well marriage gives you a little bit of like just security okay. of like if something like we really want to be together and it wasn't like just it's it's like we really did this. It wasn't a bit. Yeah, it wasn't a bit. Yeah, I joke. But with there him, was a couple bits. There were a couple bits, <laughs> yeah. but I joked that when we first realized like we were so into each other in the beginning, and he joked, like, "I want to marry you." I just started sending him rings all the time, <laughs> and I actually realized I think it's a really good like flirt tactic because like if you start just sending a guy you like rings, he's not gonna actually think you're serious, even though you are. Yeah, and then he'll think it's a bit. And next thing you know, men. They are subconsciously taking that in. That's Next true. thing you know, it's not that crazy to buy me a ring. That's true. You like. Talk. See, I think you, we do listen a little more than you expect. You do, Jason. I don't think you realize you do, but you do. You we do. take like little mental notes. Like, yes. You know, like, but like, you, we, I think it was a bit until it wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. that was like kind of funny. Like, even on the wedding day, I was like, so this isn't. <laughs> we're we're really doing, doing it. We're not, you're not running. It's like a prank. <laughs> we're really bad at doing. being serious, yeah. me and my husband. So it was like a good excuse to force us to like acknowledge something. Yeah. And for the families. So it's it really is a lot about the families. That's so. I can see that. I could I have something in my freaking eyelash. Pluck it out, girl. But I'm scared because it's not my real eyelash. Oh I got, yeah. I have a couple falsies in there because I have a baldy spot. Oh bald spot in your eyelashes? Yeah. Well, you can't see because I covered it up with fake eyelashes, but now there's like something stuck to it. And I'm scared to pull it because then I don't then want the it whole to thing like... Could go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, feel, I, I feel like I crash girls. Time. I don't want to like... It. I have notes He's, to you got notes. Yeah, He's you such a sensitive soul. Oh, that's, that's nice. What's your sign? Uh, Scorpio. Yeah. Does a Scorpio. Is he? All but right. no, I'm excited for you guys. Kid, would you like... Would you do a little bit if like at the wedding if you wanted to do it? 
I'll do a little jig. Do you a little, a little jig. jig. Do, we'll do a roast. A we'll roast. do a roast. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That was <laughs> like, love, I feel like there should be more bachelor roasts. Can, e- can we oh produce that gosh. together? Katie bachelor Thurston roast? put on her own great. roast. Which oh I thought yeah. Was really yeah, but funny. you should do a bachelor roast. That would be so. Oh my god, that would be so fun. We get all these like. I, oh my god, this. But they kind of do it to themselves. But like, it'll be hilarious. It's so easy. That's why it's going to be too easy. I mean, all of us. Like, we're so easy to rip apart. It's such a big target. Like, and I think some bachelor contestants would love to roast each yeah, other. Yeah, but I, mean, I think I'm some so... bachelor. I think the problem is some bachelor contestants don't think they'd be a target. That's the problem because we are the easiest targets. That is so. But funny. wait, I don't even consider myself like in the bachelor franchise. And like, I know, but they just like or, or, you roast No, me about you, you, yeah, you wouldn't story. be the one that we roast. Well, but I you get roasted. Well, I'll definitely roast you. Okay. Well, are when you you're there, they roast they, everyone. They could roast you on bachelor stuff. Oh, of course it could, but it's yeah. already all been said, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. But wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait both have been on reality TV because Des will come for me with stuff, and he was on like two episodes. Yeah. But you can be like, I saw your season, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always trip about you getting dumped before the fantasy suite. Oh, all the time. <laughs> wait, that is so uh, funny. Yeah. yeah, but except what's more funny if I got dumped after the fantasy suite. So like actually that's yeah. really it's worse. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Especially, you know what the worst is when fantasy suites are out like we're watching it and she's like, Oh, that's the part you got dumped at. You never <laughs> you got that way. She didn't me. get that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually I'm actually like really happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that should throw it back at me and be like, at least I didn't get dumped after the fantasy suite. <laughs> no, it is uh, awkward. At all. They always, when they walk out and you're like, what the fuck possibly happened? Yeah. That like, did he have like an arm coming out of his dick? Like what right. could have happened that you was know, so disturbing? What's going to be amazing is when they're now doing this like golden bachelor. Like, yeah. Golden, yeah. Like the, I heard dude, about the, this. The fantasy suites with that. Oh, well, that's going to be good TV. Oh, people are freaking. And they're going to talk about it. Like, like they don't care. I'm like, so like, excited whatever. for that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Don't they have like the most STDs in old folks' homes? Yeah, they're yeah, fucking. So. They are they're fucking. And they also like, you think I'm going mean, to be worried got, about chlamydia at 89? Yeah, like you got uh, a few more years to go. Let it rip. Let it rip. <laughs> right? Like, oh Kate's God. like, I'm disgusted. I, just picture, I already don't like balls. And then you picture old man balls. <laughs> Ew. That's a perfect time. That's to you let in the confessional app. Bye. For The Bachelor. Instead of a fantasy suite, I feel like they should take them to a place where to get like couples get in a fight, like like I- IKEA or something, or like a DMV. <laughs> IKEA. Yeah. So oh my god! Oh, he smells yeah. good. IKEA. Like imagine if you go to the DMV instead and just say like, "Can you wait in this line with them for two hours? Can you like, can you actually be with them? Like well, throw them in a supermarket." That's what they did to me with Crystal's The Bachelor. We went to Costco for my date. Hell yeah, it's so fucked up because I was like, I'll fall in love with anyone if I have like a waterfall, like some random country singer. Right. <laughs> Why is there always a random country singer? Always and a country singer. A producer too. in your ear that's being like, he's obsessed with you. He's obsessed with you. Yeah. If, if any guy's into me, I'm immediately like, he has great taste. I love him now. Yeah. Like I would fall in love with a barnacle. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with a few. People don't understand how many voices are in your head in it. And, that, and not the, the voice, voices you want, like not your family, not your friends. No, whatever. I had once a producer tell me I was dating someone at the time and I don't think they wanted me to be dating that person. Mm-hmm. And he, they go, he was like ending the conversation. He goes, yeah, we just don't see it for you. Oh. Like we just don't think he's right for you. And 
Because I was like, what? And he just walked away (gasps) and like planted a seed. And like three weeks later, I ended it with the guy. Yeah. But they'd been like that. They'd been planting like tons of seeds. They were talking about this other guy in my head being like, he loves you. He's so into you. He's obsessed with you. You guys are perfect together. Like all this stuff. And I'm I'm so easy to manipulate because I'm like, I'm a I'm an athlete. Like I want to be coachable and I like to trust people. But same. No, but as a dancer, you have to be so coachable. You're right. That is part of it. I and we're taught. Want to be if someone says jump, we go how high? Yeah, that's so true. Because I can do that. So I was very like that with reality TV, and <gasps> that wasn't same. And ultimately, like even though I wanted to stay as myself, like they could convince me to get like upset at things. To- totally. That well, I even wouldn't though have I do think they really about. wanted me to pick Nick at the end, but I was like, I'm not. But I do think they wanted me. to. Yeah. Um, When you do, okay, this is so switching gears, but it just came to my mind. When you go interview people on the streets, Uh how are they all funny? Well, it's a formula. Okay, okay, I figured. Tell me the formula. Yeah, let me tell you the behind the scenes. Yeah, I want to know behind the scenes. So every night I was going doing stand-up at this club yeah. and I'd be there from like seven o'clock Every to sometimes night? 10 so it would be like multiple times a week That's and a I'd lot. I'd do 15 minute spots maybe like two or three and then you're kind of hanging in between because yeah. each show is like an hour and a half and I had this idea to ask men like silly interesting like feminist questions to kind of make them uncomfortable or awkward yeah. and I just thought it would bring good content and yeah. it's like kind of a fun feminist thing to do I love it thank you yeah it's so good and I was asking men just on the street outside the club in between spots. But it was like these drunk finance guys or like random guys. And I would film. And then the next day they'd be like, I was drunk. Like, I don't consent to that. And it was kind of an, and I don't want to put anyone on that doesn't want to be put on. Right. And the comedian men at the club were like, we want to do it. And I was like, I don't want comics. I want like raw reactions from men. Yeah. But then I realized all men are the same. Yeah. Yeah. As in they're going to give me good raw answers. Yeah. So the men you see are all the dudes that are hanging out at the club. Some are like open micers. Some are guys who have shows that night. Some are just hanging. Which is even more brilliant. It wasn't planned that way. But then because they know me, they like kind of felt comfortable with me where I could ask insane things and they would actually answer it earnestly. And I think if it was just a random person, I could probably get good stuff, but it would be a lot more of a pain in the ass. And these guys are the fucking funniest people in the like country. And <laughs> yeah. some of them, like, they just were never noticed yet. Like, yeah. they're early in their career. They hadn't got momentum. And I've been able to kind of give introduce up. them to people yeah. in a way. And these are, like, my best friends, oh, these cool. guys. So I'm – but then the girl comics came up to me, and they were like, how are you – you're putting all these men on. What the fuck? And yeah. I'm like, well, I- I'm embarrassing them. Like, right. I don't want to embarrass the girlies. Right. And they were like, well, this is up. And I was like, you're totally right. And I was like, let me just think how to do this. And then I realized I could ask girls questions to female comics of things that most women would never answer. So it's like slightly different with the women. Yeah. Like about shaving your coochie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, do you spit or swallow? Because female comics, that's all we want to talk about. That's so true. You talk about things that people want to like hear but would never say themselves exactly and these the comics are so great at it because they love just like the shock factor and also they're they just love getting a laugh they don't care how disgusting it is but I do think the one superpower that I have that's consistent throughout my life is that it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed yeah and I don't know why and maybe it's because I've 
it could be dark, like, cause I've felt ashamed of myself before and I've like sat in it and I'm like, I'd rather be stupid and embarrassed and like hate myself. Yeah, but that's amazing. Hi, so sorry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is this? Who let this motherfucker in? <laughs> Wait, do you know Ashley? Do you not know Ashley? Wait, Ashley, she is such an amazing special out right now. I just Don't watched it. I'm I obsessed it. with her right Me now. Me too. Me too. That's why we asked her to come on the pod. Wait, I'm obsessed with you right now. We were trying to get coffee, but we kept missing yeah, out. Yeah. Well, That's no, wait, you can hang. Can, can I say something about Please. her? Please. When I first <laughs> Yes, of course you when, can. Wait, we have so yeah, many guests. This is amazing. When I first started what comedy. What podcast am I on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like whose line is this but it's whose which pot is this oh, and we just pot. come out and they give us a suggestion of three influencers they're, 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 we're they're talking like, about brand deals we, we, need, we need a bachelor we need a reality another reality tv and then a lesbian we needed a lesbian to balance it out <laughs> this would be a great podcast this, all together right now. Keep rolling. who can ashley turn today <laughs> okay Stop it. Like, it's too early. <laughs> I barely no, know Caitlin. Can, so Ashley and I, have, we've known each other for years. You have? And when I first started comedy, I met you like on a We met on Raina's roof. Another podcaster, Girls Gotta Eat. Yeah, I know Raina. And I just started podcasting. I'm sorry, comedy. And Ashley was like really cool off the bat. She likes cats too. I'm like, this is great. I was so nervous. I couldn't even believe I was at the party. What? You have to understand, no, I had nothing going on. And like two weeks prior, my, I don't even know how I met Raina actually now that I'm, maybe through Remy, but my, I went viral for the first time and, and, and I had nothing going on, like truly nothing going on. So People right were now. like, um, yeah, you were like, how did I get here? Who let me in? But I was, I was a new friend too. So I That's didn't true. know. I was just like, this is awesome. When I started comedy, I asked her how to write a joke. She taught me how to write no a joke <laughs> like four years ago, five years ago. <laughs> and and it's the kind of thing where comics don't help other comics in that way. Like we all have our own works. But well, especially for you, because you didn't you started so different from other people. So people were like very competitive. Where you came in, people were already very competitive and very like, oh, who is this? Like Internet, yeah. like reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I knew you were very funny. Not to thank you, babe. you know. I'm not to, but I felt yeah. safe with her to yeah. be like, I have no clue what I'm doing, and I've been writing jokes, but like, how does a real comic write jokes? And she just like showed me her process, and That's and really nice. I like so I'm anyway, a friendly lesbian. Anyway, I am. I'm like now. I want to just be like, you're not like Ellen DeGeneres. Because, <laughs> I watched your special last night. Oh, thank you. And and that really meant a lot to me that you actually watched it because I've done a couple other podcasts and they very they like fully were like, yeah, I got through a couple minutes. I was like, don't say that on the air, bro. No. I got through a couple. No. I was like, I went on a journey with you on that special. Thank you. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh, it was really incredible. <laughs> Wait, are you going on her pod next? Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That was the idea. That I thought I was, was late. The best thing ever. I was panicking. I, well, and I was not even looking at the clock. And when you came in, I was like, this makes me so happy. No, because Ash is it was one like, of my best friends in comedy. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> also, Caitlin, we've been just liking each other's dicks this whole time. But like, she's so naturally funny. I know. Yeah, I know that. Look at you wearing a wedding ring. Am I? Is that your virginity ring? It is my virginity <laughs> ring. This is my straight virginity <laughs> ring. Straight I will virginity only ring. take it off when I get pounded. And by a man. By a man. And a cis man. And I am not 
I am not. I still have it, and I'm just waiting for the right guy. And honestly, put me on the Bachelorette. I think that will just make it super problematic. We'll see. Waiting for them to do. Which man to take your virginity? Yeah, yeah. Which one of you guys wants to try? Men are always like, I could get her. (laughs) But I think that would be fun. I think it'd be fun. Okay, we'll take your pot. Should I leave? No, 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 okay. no. So we're, we're starting a production company. So far, yeah. we have a Rose the Bachelor contestants. You're going to be the Bachelorette on another thing. Yeah. And we're doing a podcast festival. Yeah. Well, we really did. This was podcast productive. festival is a very fun idea. Isn't it? Yeah, very she fun idea. needs to be in on it. Well, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll talk to our team. We have a. <laughs> Who's on your team? Us. us. The people. Just us. We started okay. our own team. We started it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> What's it called? Um, Han. Hanlon. Hanlon. <laughs> I love it. It sounds it sounds Norwegian. Hanlon does sound like every rich celebrity's kid in the yeah. South. Hanlon. <laughs> Hanlon Lynn, you get over here. Hanlon, we have Hanlon Lynn, Lynn, Lynn Ann. <laughs> Hanlon Lynn Ann Barbara, you get over here brother. right now. We have a tea time. <laughs> Hanlon, put the champagne down. That's for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it. Now we have to. Caitlin, I have one more thing to yeah. pitch for a production company. Okay. Conversion camp, but for straight girls to become lesbians to learn about orgasms. I Whoa. love this idea. Whoa. <laughs> Did you just come up with that right now? I've actually been kind of working I mean, on I've a bit. I've been doing that for a while. <laughs> but you know, if people try to get gays to be straight, I'm like, I feel like get straight people to see what yes. it's like to be gay. Yeah. They and should have to walk. Two not- very attractive women should have to walk around holding him. Not even very attractive. Just walk. Just yeah. see what it's like to walk down the street holding hands with another woman. It's actually crazy. It's really, it's, it's a bigger I'm deal than the you lesbian, think. Really? Yeah, everyone just looks at you. Yep. They look at the hands. They look at the world. They're like, you both have long hair. What the <laughs> going on how could this possibly be but it's true lesbians they have the the no orgasm gap no stds they like don't care what well, not think. no std we can't say like oh, sorry we can't I'm very we can't. uneducated like, it's less le- it is harder i'll say it's For significantly like harder lesbian, you don't know very many lesbian <laughs> I'm just, I lie. no you're no you're you're right you're right but but that uh, hannah yeah. is the biggest ally besides you I'm number one. I'm number two. <laughs> yeah. We're very competitive. She beat me in beer pong. We're not over it. I, I'm like, I'm actually tied for first place with you. <laughs> yeah. We're tied now. <laughs> That's such a good idea, Anna. I really am. Well, I don't like force people to be uncomfortable, but I feel like experiencing life yeah, coding in different ways. Makes, yeah. Yeah. But the people like how you were talking about when they're like, here's how we're going to get people from being gay. Like put all the lesbians in a cage yeah. and like, and then you're like, I'm already in. Like that's, that's great to me. I've actually worked my whole life to achieve that in a theater. And I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then I'm like, well, if you made those people that are like, get rid of the gays, you put them in this camp, make them uncomfortable. Yeah. And then they'll be like, Oh, I kind of get it. Yeah. yeah. I have one thing I want to do with you before I let you go. Yes. Before you're the producer of yes. our podcast. Yes. No, you stay. You stay. <laughs> Don't move. Don't flinch. Stay right there. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You know how your podcast is called Burning in Hell? Yes. So I have a game called Heaven or Hell. <gasps> Fun. And That's it's, great. Um, I'm going to read you some hypothetical situations. Love. And then you tell me if it's your idea of heaven or hell. Love. Going on a comedy tour for an entire year. I think heaven. Okay. I actually love traveling and I love to be like, I'm on tour. So yeah. people think you're so busy, but you're just like sleeping all day. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm on tour and everyone respects it so much, but I'm literally like jerking off and eating room service. <laughs> 
you're, you're literally you're point. literally just trying to inhale a breath of regular life before you have to run back on because we're really like bartenders it's like from seven to midnight we're working yeah and then during the day you're just Sweet. trying to like have as much rest as possible yeah because you're tired after the show knowing you have to wake up at 6 a.m to like jump on a flight and then you get to the hotel the hotel's not ready oh yeah i fully was lying in toronto like in a public park <laughs> <laughs> this was last week Danny, you gotta use your points are you with a hotel yes you have to go in and be like yeah. i am diamond medallion yeah and then tell them that there's a mistake if that's not true but like sometimes <laughs> i feel like it's not open at at noon when i get in yeah like my, my room's not ready ask for early check-in i needed to, these are all i call this admin which i don't like to do i'm a creative soul yeah do you an assistant um no but i'm kind of working on it my manager helps it's yeah, so much logistics to, I know. yeah you got no, it i literally was really lying on my back in toronto with a starbucks just sleep napping before my hotel was ready and i'm like if anyone saw me they'd be like hen's not doing well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone's canadian they're probably like well, let's let her have a nap oh sorry are you okay yeah, sorry. so nice sorry so nice um okay being alone in a cabin in the woods for two weeks doing nothing with des heaven oh sign me up immediately really? i oh. i i'm a people person in that like I love to perform and stuff, but I, I prefer like one-on-one smaller situations. That's mm-hmm. where like I'll get my energy and I love being alone too. I love being I'm kind alone. of, I'm just like shy. <laughs> I'm just a shy girl. <laughs> I'm a little shy baby. Um, switching places with an A-list celebrity for a month. Um, s- mm, I feel like that would be hell. Yeah. I talked to Barbara Corker and she scared the f*** out of me. She you, told me there's that there's something intimidating about her, though. She's the best. She's intimidating because she's worth like millions of dollars yeah, 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 and like is scared so of no one. Yeah. But she's really funny and likable. But she looked at me and she goes, you have the perfect level of fame right now. She goes, it only yeah. gets worse. <laughs> and I was like, shit. But I do feel like sometimes a list is um, it could be kind of a curse. Yeah. Do I am I going to stop if I have a chance to be a list? Absolutely, Absolutely not. I'm not that person that's like, I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah. your goal is to be as successful as possible. But sometimes people who get there, if they haven't worked on their inner shit, like, Oof. it could be bad. You could also learn a lot from that experience, I think. Yes. Because don't you think if you, like, could be A-list for 20 days before you get there, maybe you'd ah. make some strategic changes to make it a little easier on yourself? Or you go A-list and you're, like, getting the royalty treatment and then you have to go back. Humbling. <laughs> humbling hard <laughs> I, I don't know if i'll be able to do it it's like back on the park bench like in toronto yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. not yeah oh my god yeah so actually it will be hell because i don't want to taste that that life i don't want to have a jacuzzi one day and then be back on the park bench <laughs> <laughs> um okay go back on reality tv if I'm not um like help part of like executive producing I yeah. th- or like an ensemble cast, I think it'll be hell because it's like when I've worked so hard to like be able to do it myself and not depend on a reality show for attention. Yeah. And it's like, why and risk it? You and know? depend on them like ruining your whole career because they want you to be a certain character for a few months. You said it. Yeah um okay <laughs> reality tv trauma <laughs> i know I, i'm so glad i don't have it <laughs> just wait you'll get approached for some l word shit yeah <laughs> the real l word the real l word <laughs> they get, that that shit's wild the l word was actually really good i used to watch it i did too i did too Highly okay recommend. living in a tiktok cr- um, creator house <laughs> hell yeah. 
hell, hell, hell. I'm not good with the whole like living in a. I love to be like alone sometimes. Have you talked to a 20 year old TikTok creator? <laughs> Do they love I don't it? think anyone has because they don't speak. They don't. They, they don't just, speak. Sorry, just, I'm sound like an old man right now. <laughs> These kids—they're just on the phone all the time. I've been working That's on this rude. bit about how like they take all the top TikTokers and they put them in this house to cultivate like new ideas and create content <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, that's how ISIS was formed. How do we not learn from history? <laughs> it's so like there's something about it that I'm like, this is not healthy for. I anyone. also like the idea that that it's like a lab, like the genius <laughs> minds of our time coming up with stupid little dances but you know they're all fighting it's like well she put her in my video and and he's in his bit of video and you just wake up in the morning and you're like you want to collab and they're like oh i'm busy and it just ruins your day <laughs> you know, like my dances my i know my last video bombed but i'm i swear i'm worth it but the thing is this is it is because they're 20 and that's why when but when they're are also not real people hannah there, there are 20 year olds out there who are real people yeah these yeah, kids are not they have not they are not okay they're experiencing well also imagine your only self-worth is the amount of likes you just got in a video yeah. when you're in your 20s they're not they wow. need a you're rehab program so but that's also what like when men when older men are dating girls in their 20s it's it's also like what the f are you talking to them yeah other about? yeah but well, i guess they're not talking. i mean i'm i can get down with an older man just not like 80 oh sure I'll do 80. yeah, yeah. I'll, you would eh? <laughs> i have to a I, <laughs> I have to watch the Anna Nicole Smith documentary. <gasps> Speaking of that, it just I came out on Netflix. I can't I wait. I saw that and I'm really excited about it. How ADD are we? Huh? Are we ADD? Yeah. Fully. So let's welcome my next guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to talk too much. I'm trying to give <laughs> Hannah the floor. And well, let's just say. I, I really talk for a while. We'll put this in there. Where can people watch your. I'm obsessed with your street videos where you just interview these hand on the street hand on the street hand on the street yeah follow me on tiktok instagram my podcast giggly squad but what's your page. In, your handle hannah underscore burner i think i think so yeah and then yeah i'm on tour <gasps> yeah where can people find the dates hannahburner.com i'm gonna be in vegas and Ooh. Re in at like the win theater at the win Holy it's hard shit. vegas is a hard sell because people are like so much competition there yeah oh so much competition so i think the week of is when i, I need to like push it hard so yeah. anyway, go to vegas wow see me yes, on the 26th yes also it's very touristy a lot of the people who are going to you see you in vegas are not from vegas plan a bachelorette party Wait, right yeah. now what, when are you going the 26th of this month yeah oh i can't come oh well <laughs> but i really got my want to <laughs> that'd be fun but yeah Damn. i'm touring everywhere pretty much just go to hannahburn.com i'll be i'll be there okay well i just had the best time with hannah and then to bring Ashley into the mix even better. A little cherry on top of delicious cake, one would say. So we will be back next Thursday for Grape Therapy because this Thursday is... That was a terrible drum roll. National Wine Day, and I've got a special episode planned with Alex from Spade and Sparrows, my business partner. We're going to talk about all of the behind the scenes of owning and running a wine company. It's a lot, ups, downs, and everything in between. So grab your wine glasses and fill them up to the brim for that one because we are open books. Shit's about to get wild up in here. I'm Caitlin Bristow. I'll see you next Tuesday. See you next
I'm John Glover. Emmy Award-winning researcher John Glover. And I'm Marissa Pinson. Critically unacclaimed TV writer Marissa Pinson. Aww. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, On Brand with John and Marissa. Join us every week for an exploration of the world's most interesting and iconic brands, like Walmart. Do they still have the old people who say welcome to Walmart? No, they got rid of them. So you just want more old people in the store? I want every staff member to be over 90. And Heinz. 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 I say Heinz. <laughs> like a, a German dictator. And while you learn about these legendary brands, you'll also learn a bit about us. Hey, John, do you still sleep in shoes? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably, I would say probably three times a year I fall asleep in shoes. You told me the thing that you should never um, look under a Costco chicken. Well, I don't think you should ever look under a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode of On Brand with John and Marissa. Available May 24th wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. See what's streaming free all month long during Amplify AAPI Voices on Pluto TV. Watch shows like Kim's Convenience with Simu Liu and amazing movies like Meet the Patels and Jason Momoa in Braven. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download Pluto TV on all your favorite devices for free. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.